It's December 15th, 2021, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam Bilivine here again with your daily news roundup. Adrian is out this time. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, traditional markets, the latest headlines and more. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin, Ether, and S&P 500 futures are treading water ahead of an all-important meeting at the Federal Reserve. But it's not all bad news, with overnight trading of Polygon's Matic token and meme cryptocurrency Dogecoin extending Tuesday's gains. The central bank is widely expected to announce a $30 billion reduction to its asset purchases starting in January of 2022, doubling the pace promised just two months prior in a bid to phase out the $120 billion per month of additional stimulus by March. Analysts now also expect the closely-watched institution to signal two rate hikes in 2022. Hawkish expectations have built up in response to elevated inflation pressures and Chairman Jerome Powell's recent acknowledgement that inflation has, in fact, not been transitory and that the word will now be banished from official inflation discussions. The rapid growth and stickiness of price inflation have seemingly prodded the U.S. central bank into taking faster action than they've been signaling would occur. If the Fed does what analysts believe it will and pumps less money indirectly into asset and commodity markets, it may do a little to ease inflation's growing momentum, but there's a greater chance that markets, acclimated to what can be described kindly as an easy money environment, are unable or unwilling to fill the gap at near record prices. Monetary policy tightening is typically considered bearish for assets, including Bitcoin, which is a risk-on inflation hedge and emerging technology, among other things. But some analysts say a significant de-risking has already happened, leaving the door open for a classic buy-the-fact trade or relief rally, triggered by a highly anticipated negative announcement. So the probability of a deeper sell-off on the Fed's announcement is relatively low, unless the central bank hints at more aggressive tightening than what's been baked in. Quote, De-risking and anticipation has been extensive. Many already panic-sold. Positioning is light. Therefore, if the Fed were to signal two hikes for 2022 and nothing else, I would expect a rally across asset classes, trader and analyst Alex Kruger tweeted. And while there are a lot of unknowns, there seems to be some consensus that the impending rate hike cycle will see rates peak well below the high of 2.5% observed during the previous cycle between December 2015 and December of 2018. According to Reuters, quote, markets are currently priced for a peak of just 1.5 to 1.75% interest, a level that would not even top inflation, end quote. Further, bond traders see rates averaging just 1.8% over the next three decades. That compares against the 6.8% inflation reading we saw from official statistics for November. So if inflation remains sticky, bond traders would be losing about 5% by accepting the average rate. If you've got a savings account at a bank, your money is losing value even faster. It's this dynamic that has been, understandably, driving more and more money into risk markets. So real or inflation-adjusted returns in the fixed income world are likely to remain negative for a prolonged time, perhaps driving yield-hungry investors to crypto. In other words, savings is dead, leading more and more to try their luck in the casinos that are modern markets. But Bitcoin and other assets may face selling pressure if the Fed signals a higher-than-expected peak. Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk's Markets Analyst, Tom Cargoodblay. Bitcoin is currently trading at $47,616. That's up about one percentage point over the last 24 hours. While Ether is trading at $3,815 per ETH. That's up about half a point in the same time period, according to the Coindesk Price Index. In traditional markets, U.S. stock futures paused and oil prices fell ahead of a much-anticipated Federal Reserve policy decision that we just talked about. Futures out of the S&P 500 oscillated between small gains and losses, pointing to the broad market index, starting without a lot of directional bias after a close down eight-tenths of 1% on Tuesday. It's retreated 1.7% total this week. Dow Jones Industrial Average futures were also little changed, and NASDAQ 100 futures edged down two-tenths of 1%. Across the pond, European stocks rose on Wednesday. 
The Stocks Europe 600 index gained just under half a point in early trading after closing down eight-tenths of one percent on Tuesday. In London, the FTSE 100 slipped three-tenths of a point, and Germany's DAX advanced by three-tenths of a percent as well. In Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index fell just under one percentage point, and Tokyo's Nikkei 225 edged up one-tenth of one percent. Today's traditional markets coverage draws from the Wall Street Journal and the FT. Stay tuned, because after the break, we'll be back with a few quick headlines we're tracking today, with links to the full articles in the show notes, as always. Then after the headlines, we'll talk Bitcoin's inflation story. Be right back. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Turning to big picture news, in a bit of good news, industry analysts say the consumer shopping earlier this holiday season and more in-store purchases have helped carriers deliver on time. United Parcel Service, or UPS, and the U.S. Postal Service have improved on-time deliveries during the weeks of and after Thanksgiving, compared with just one year ago, according to ShipMatrix, a parcel analytics firm. The two-week period included the heavy shopping days of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. The Wall Street Journal reports on that one. But in the UK, things are not going quite as well. The supply crunch that's exacerbated inflation is still getting worse in the island nation. That's among the key takeaways from Bloomberg Economist's latest set of supply indicators. Measures for Britain's factory prices, inventory and job vacancies all show shortages becoming more severe. Figures released Wednesday showed UK consumer prices rose 5.1% from a year earlier, the most since September of 2011, boosted by the cost of clothing, auto fuel and secondhand cars. Core inflation, which strips out energy and other volatile items, climbed to 4%, the highest since 1992, Bloomberg reports. Turning to international news, BCB Group, a crypto-dedicated payment service provider, has acquired fintech-focused Suter Bank, gaining control of the German bank to drive its expansion in the European Union. Terms of the deal, which require approval from the German regulator, were not disclosed. BCB says it expects the transaction to be cleared by the end of February. Quindesk's Will Canny has that one. And on the subject of banks, one of Ukraine's oldest commercial banks, Taskom Bank, is planning to test an electronic hervnia, a digital version of its sovereign currency. The electronic hervnia will be built and tested on the Stellar network and be deployed by global fintech platform BITS Digital Currency Management System, the bank said in a statement published Tuesday. The pilot will test the digital currency's effectiveness in public employee payrolls, peer-to-peer payments, and merchant purchases. 
Coindesk's Sundli Hondagama has that report. Turning to industry news, time travel or just a tease? A price glitch on the CoinMarketCap tracking site saw crypto market caps run into trillions of dollars, which is, for those of you keeping track at home, a little bit high. The glitch has since been fixed, but some of the turbulence remains. The site wrongly displayed cryptocurrency trading prices and had traders enthused, confused, and amused for nearly an hour before coming back to Earth. Pricing data has since come back to normal as we record this, but data for all-time highs for cryptocurrencies remains faulty. For example, Bitcoin's all-time high is still being displayed as $8.6 million per BTC on CoinMarketCap, which is, of course, far beyond its roughly $69,000 peak set last month, according to Coindesk data. Coindesk Shoryamawa has that one. In other news, smart contract platform Avalanche's ability to scale while remaining secure and decentralized makes it a credible alternative to Ethereum for DeFi projects, NFTs, gaming, and other assets, Bank of America said in a recent research report. Quote, Subnets enable faster time-to-finality settlement and lower costs than alternative blockchains, end quote. With the validation of around 4,500 transactions per second, the analysts wrote in the note published December 10th. Avalanche's total value locked, or the value of tokens held in their DeFi protocols, has risen 21% month-on-month and rocketed 6,255% since August, the bank's analysts said. Deloitte's decision to use the Avalanche platform for its close-as-you-go, or CAYG, disaster relief platform shows how corporations can, quote, leverage blockchain technology to increase efficiencies and reduce cost, Bank of America said. Coinus Wilcanny, how's that report? And finally, digital asset banking platform Seba is offering a stablecoin that serves as a token for digital ownership of gold. The token will be backed by physical gold, quote, ready for any time on-demand delivery, the company announced on Wednesday. The Zug Switzerland-based firm said the token differs from other gold derivative instrument products such as exchange-traded funds, ETFs, or over-the-counter OTC contracts because investors can redeem the physical metal at any time. Coindesk's Jamie Crowley reports. Today's featured story is an opinion piece from Coindesk's chief insights columnist, David Z. Morris. This feature is entitled, Why is Bitcoin Dropping if it's an Inflation Hedge? Earlier this month, The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics released updated numbers for its Inflation Tracking Consumer Price Index, or CPI, showing U.S. inflation had hit an annualized rate of 6.8%. That adds up to the highest year-over-year inflation rate since 1982, which is decidedly not great. Among other implications, the number is another nail in the coffin of U.S. President Joe Biden's social spending package known as Build Back Better. And asset markets? Wall Street has already priced in 6.7% inflation, so the Dow Jones Industrial Average has been pretty much stable as of this writing. Gold saw a modest but noticeable morning bump, while gold futures have seen a choppy but decent run-up over the last six months as inflation fears gestated. Bitcoin, meanwhile, was flat to down that morning, and down more than 25% over the past 30 days. That contradicts one of the most widely cited selling points of Bitcoin, that it's an inflation hedge, a place to put your money when fiat is losing real-world value. So what gives? Why isn't Bitcoin rallying as inflation in the world's biggest economy touches 40-year highs? So here's the secret that your average YouTube crypto shillfluencer, that's a shilly influencer I'm pretty sure, will pretty much never spill. The idea that Bitcoin is an inflation hedge is purely speculative. It's compelling, and it may become true in the future, and it may be a rational reason to speculate on Bitcoin right now, but it's not a mechanism that actually functions in the present day. It certainly seems structurally plausible that it eventually will, if Bitcoin adoption continues on its current path. If enough companies, economies, and individuals transfer a lot of their wealth over to Bitcoin, its price will become more stable, making its steady and tight issuance policy much more appealing. 
and reducing the risk of rotating into it when inflation is running hot. That's how some people use gold, which is why Bitcoin is sometimes referred to as digital gold. Investor and Coindesk columnist Nick Carter recently pointed out that if Bitcoin were to gain adoption similar to gold, it would mean growing by about 10 times from where it is today. That seems like a quite likely future scenario to me. But that's not where we are right now. Currently, Bitcoin prices are unstable for a number of reasons that have no direct tie to inflation. And if recent price moves are any indication, those forces remain considerably more powerful than the digital gold narrative. First and foremost, Bitcoin has been on a nearly two-year bull run. The simple mathematics of reversion to the mean or the emotional gravity of profit-taking make a pullback inevitable. That's especially true because Bitcoin is still quite clearly a speculative asset. Its current total valuation of nearly $1 trillion, wow, is based not on current adoption, but on scenarios of future growth. Any speculative asset is particularly vulnerable to uncertainty. Tesla stock, which is now largely a bet on Elon Musk inventing general artificial intelligence, is down roughly as much as Bitcoin over the past 30 days. That points to anxiety over the strength of the real economy, most of it focused outside the U.S. China in particular is beginning to show signs of a looming unwind, which would have serious impacts around the globe. But debt and other forms of leverage, even excluding leverage buried in stock prices, are at record levels basically everywhere. So things are choppy and could go in a lot of directions without much notice. A major downward shock would knock a lot of wind out of future-oriented assets, and some investors are de-risking to be on the safe side. Relative to Bitcoin's inflation thesis, the scenario demonstrates the most inconvenient truth of economics and finance, that it's very hard to definitively prove why nearly anything happens. There's almost never a chance for a controlled experiment, the situation where only one variable changes at a time, allowing its specific impact to be fully observed. The clearest way to really affirm Bitcoin's role as an inflation hedge would be if nearly nothing but inflation was going on, and that's just not a situation we're ever going to see in the real world. Instead, on any economic or financial question, there will nearly always be a large number of moving parts, including elements many professionals may be completely unaware of. Predicting the future depends on picking the right moving parts to focus on. And for Bitcoin, at least for now, inflation doesn't seem to be the story that the markets are listening to. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. This episode was edited by Adam B. Levine, and you can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. We'll be back tomorrow with another news roundup. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice.